Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello, everybody in movie trivia schmodown universe. This is such an amazing, amazing season. So here is why it is so important for Patreon. Patreon is the lifeblood of the movie trivia showdown. It has been for a very long time. We are doing three pay-per-views versus, and that will be one match, one big match, the throwdown. Also, two big matches inside of the throwdown, and then at the end of the month, Battlefield. So that's five big pay-per-view matches. And guess what? If you are at the $10 level, you get all three of them. You're also going to get one commentary match a month so let's say that uh rachel cushing and mike kalinowski decide they're going to watch their san diego comic-con match together and they're going to comment on it you guys will get that at the ten dollar tier it up twenty dollar and up we are doing special q a's with certain patrons so dan merle just won a match well if you're the twenty dollar patron the link will be sent out you can join the stream and ask question right after his match and this i didn't even mention the exhibition you get an exhibition match also exhibition that will happen once a month that you guys will get patreon.com slash schmodown join today it's all going to be worth it but we thank you we thank you for your support and everything that you have done now go enjoy the match enjoy the program whatever you're watching on sen enjoy it and we'll see you next time you wear a mask dick what is going on? What is happening? Hello? Hey, Drew, it's Grace. Grace? Interview girl, what's up? I'm doing well, how are you feeling? Like, what's up, are you okay? I've just, you've been on my mind so much today. Uh, I mean, I've been okay, except for I'm here at Collider and I can't get in. They won't let me in. They say I'm, I'm not wearing a mask and they're not even the right people here. Are you, are you guys trying to hide matches from me? Because you know what? I'm coming. I'm coming for the belts. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Just take a deep breath. I totally understand your confusion, your frustration. I totally get it. Everything's going to be fine. And I just wanted to check in on you because I actually have something I wanted to run by you if now's a good time. Okay? Because I'm going to ask you a couple questions and I want you to answer them honestly, okay? Am I getting paid? If I'm getting paid, then you can ask me questions because you know, you know I'm gonna get that belt, Grace. What's up? Where's the belts? Okay, um, I hear you. I have a quick question for you then. How many films are in the Mission Impossible franchise? <laughs> Mission Impossible? You're gonna ask me Mission Impossible? But easy, uh, let's see. Let's see, one, two, three, seven, six, six. All right, well, that's actually, yes, there are six. Okay, um, who's the lead in Get Out? Who's the main male lead in the film Get Out? Get Out? This is one of those stupid 80s, I don't know. Do I get to repeat the question or no? You don't get to repeat the question. I don't know, I don't know, okay, I don't know. One, one final okay, question. What? One final question, I promise this is the last Better one, okay? Easy. What was Mahershala Ali's last Oscar for? What film? Who? Wait, no, who, who, what are these, what are these questions? What just is going listen, on? Just listen, I have a great idea, listen. You are, you have brains, you have beauty, you have charisma. I really, really think we should put you on the desk. Okay, now hear me out. 
you'll have more power on the desk. We, I know, I know, but Mark Ellis, I've already talked to him about this. He's gonna mentor you. You guys are gonna hang out and drink Miller Lite with ice cubes. It's gonna be super fun. It's gonna be the bromance of the season. And listen, Christian is garbage. He is awful. He, the man can hardly speak. He knows nothing about trivia. He's an idiot. I mean, everyone knows that, yeah. Let's start out on the desk and see what happens. Yeah? Okay. All right, I'm in. Excellent. I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. Ellis will be so thrilled. Oh, uh, this is so wonderful. Yeah, but but I'm getting another Mark call. Really I gotta quick. jump. If, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. We... Okay. Hello. Great. Grace. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> He's in. What the hell is going on? Ellis and I are going to be best friends. It is the Schmodown Throwdown. What an incredible matches, two matches that we have here tonight. Mark Ellis is joining me as always. Mark, man, first of all, um, you got anything you you wanna you wanna talk about? Christian, I am thrilled to be here on this epic live pay-per-view event with you, my favorite co-pilot to announce a match with. Gotcha. Well, thank you guys for joining us here today as we have two massive matches. And we know that the main event here tonight, it is one of these matches that people can't stop talking about because of who is involved. Alex the Demon Damon is the most dominant movie trivia showdown champion we have ever seen. And he has been the champion for coming up to almost three years. He won the championship at Collision almost three years ago. The Demon is going to be facing Andrew the Hunter Dimolanta. Alex Demon, the Demon Damon. Mark, he's going for his fifth fifth title defense if he does it. He's he's approaching the Patriots. The Patriots uh, won six defenses in their uh, year and a half reign that they had. They had six defenses. He's approaching number five. But he's got to beat a very hungry Star Wars finalist last year in Andrew Dimolanta. It's going to be a challenge. Let's just set the stage for everyone here tonight, Christian, because we're happy to have everyone watching join the family. And a special welcome to all of our movie trivia showdown Patreon members out there. And as we in the showdown want to send our best love, unity, and strength to everyone in the Asian American Pacific Islander community this week. Tonight, the goal is to entertain with two incredible matches, Christian. Four of the greatest minds on this planet that no movies are about to go head-to-head. -head. And like you said, this Star Wars headlining match, you take a guy like Alex Damon. When we started the showdown, he was but a boy with a broom in his hand and a dream in his heart. And now, like you said, he has Star Wars hardware that he's defended multiple times. But hunting it down tonight might be the ultimate hunter, Andrew Demolanta. I think he has something up his sleeve tonight. Maybe he's got a different attitude this season. We're going to find that out in a scant, well, maybe 60 minutes from now. But let's not bury the other match we have tonight because Paul Oyama, yeah, that's right, primetime is going up against William Bibiani, the beast. Christian, these two former champions, guess what? They've never met. It's I know March Madness is going on right now, and I may have nine screens open on my computer, but this is one of those crazy matchups where you're like, they've never met in singles before. That all changes in a mere matter of minutes. It does absolutely changes it all. And and if you look at what both Bibiani at where Bibiani and Oyama are, are, I was talking to John Kaiser today on our stereo show. 
And we were talking about how important it is for both of these guys. Both of them are former champions. Both of them coming off of a loss in the tournament. But it is almost, for this season perhaps, a loss here could really hurt because it's got to climb back up to potentially get there. They're both a little bit away from a number one contender shot, but they're trying. So facing each other is going to be massive. They have faced before in teams, never in one-on-one. So this is, and and they're going to be facing each other again in teams, if you saw the announcement there today by uh, President Hancock. So uh, this is, this is a big match. This is a massive match. And here are the standings also. You want to talk about the standings in factions and where we are at the moment with factions. Uh, I mean, look at this already. It, it, is, it is an early season, but it is competitive. It is driving. And here we go. So the dungeon with 11 points. The usual suspects, 8 points. The stars, 5 points. Corruption and the den, 4 points. Swag with 4 Finstock with three, and the Quirky Mercs, the first team ever with a negative one in history. This is a big night for the Quirky Mercs. They need one of these wins to get out of that negative one. Yeah, you see that. And with all the charades that the dungeon likes to play, the fact that they're currently on top right now speaks volumes about... Look, I, we hate to compliment half the managers in this schmodown, but they're doing the job. And like you said, a loss tonight, while it wouldn't necessarily ruin anyone's chances for the rest of the season, this league has become so competitive that this is the hell that we, you and I, have wrought, is that every match is so vital. And that's why you have so many exciting pay-per-view events like the one we're about to announce tonight. And God, I just want to reiterate how great you are on the desk. I, don't, I just... We are the dream team. Why would you ever mess with perfection? I like what you're doing there. I what? like what you're doing. What? I, 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 it's I good like, to see you, bud. We don't get hey, to hang out. I like what you're doing, and I appreciate okay. it. And I, you do things your way, and I appreciate that. Uh, there are a lot of things to talk about before we start this match, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, if you are here, you are here for one of two reasons. You either joined up at the $10 tier. You go to patreon.com slash schmodown. So much happening. I mean, just so many things already. You, you, you've, you've got this event. You've got Roca. You have uh, Roca and, and Liz Shannon Miller. You've got Ben Bateman and Mark Riley. That happens on March 26th. And then Grace just announced a whole bunch of pay-per-views that are happening in April. And all of that, if you have the $10 tier, you get every single pay-per-view. Or you are here because you went to the theschmodownlive.com uh, and you went and you picked out the event and you chose to watch this event ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for joining us here today we really appreciate it. a lot of great stuff coming your way and this match is one of them mark we have been hyped up we've been hyped up before the nerd chronic he always gets us hyped up and he's going to get us hyped up right now because we're going to see how we got to oyama and bibs here we go The Step Up franchise began in 2006 under filmmaker Ann Fletcher, whose original film was a romantic deconstruction of class divides, buoyed by kick and dance moves and palpable romantic chemistry from Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan. The franchise gradually evolved into a paragon of neo-sincerity in the... What? Oh, Paul Yama. Oh, Pollyama's great. He's a wonderful human being. He's a wonderful friend. Uh, he's one of the most formidable, uh, formidable opponents in the Schmodown. I'm so glad I don't have to fit... I what? Prime time, Paul Oyama, William the Beast, baby. How do you think I'm going to do against Paolo Yami? You think I'm going to be good? You're in a lot of trouble. Luca is a bit of a cynic, but I think I got a good chance. I'm going to give everyone a really, really good match. I'm going to try my darndest. He's so cute, though, and he's biting my thumb really hard. Winston, so you just saw Paul take a very tough loss. He played incredible. 
But we saw him take a tough loss last year, and he completely changed his outlook on how he approaches the Schmodown and maybe even life. I mean, I think Paul's going to do what he does best. He's going to evolve. I think this is going to put a different fire in him. Hi, everybody. It's me, Black Dan Merle, or Darrell, if you will. This is actually a pretty exciting match to watch. I mean, especially because, I mean, I know how hard it is to get to those belts. I mean, think about all the times that I've done it. I, it takes a lot of work. What does there even say about Bibiani versus Oyama except that they're both titans? What does there even say about the power of these two gentlemen and their crazy knowledge? What is there to even say? And your winner, the Beast! And I don't like to toot my own horn, but that was a completely perfect game. I didn't even have to go to multiple choice, and that's the first time I've ever done that. Did you see how Bibiani played last year? Did you see how the Beast played in the Schmodown last year? What happens when the unstoppable force meets the immovable object? Uh, and as Superman once said, they surrender. Was that any good, folks? Was that any good? Christian, if we needed to get more hyped up for this match, if only one of my armpits was sweaty, Nerd Chronic just took care of the other three. Seems like it. And, and man, you look at what both these guys have gone through in their careers. You know, uh, obviously, Oyama's in his third year, and Bibbs has accomplished so much. Bibbs is obviously a former teams and a former singles champion. Oyama having one of the greatest rookie seasons that we'd ever seen. And they're both coming off of, uh, I mean, Bibbs had a pretty good season last year and, and Oyama and teams did pretty good but I know that he wasn't as happy with his singles so this is a new start for the both of them they're really really excited to get back on it get some points for their faction and uh, Mark I'm uh, I'm ready to go and one of the things also for you people know, to know that our $20 patrons and up you have an opportunity for the winner of this match we are going to do the Q&A for this match at the end of this match we're going to do the Q&A in between before we go to the main event we're going to have the Q&A between whoever wins whether it's Oyama and um, and Winston or Koi Andrew and William Bibiani so if you're at the $20 tier you will get the link the StreamYard link you will be able to come in and ask some questions and then we'll move on to the break and then go to the main event Mark are you ready? Oklahoma State's only up by four over Liberty late in the second half. And, uh, yeah, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Three rounds in the singles division. Introducing first. Representing. The Quirky Mercs. With a record of 12 wins, 9 defeats, and 4 knockouts. He is the former Movie Trivia Schmodown Team's Champion. And the former Movie Trivia Schmodown Champion of the World. William the Beast Bibiani! Hey, everybody! The Beast. It's, it's me. The Beast is here. William, Hi. first match of the year, my friend. Always good to see you. And what a way to debut in Season 8. War and you are coming into a match where your faction has this negative one. It's been talked about. And I know that you, like, sometimes you play and you say you don't like the pressure and stuff too but i also think that sometimes you do like when it is on your shoulders to if should you win tonight not only do you get yourself back into the running but you also get the mercs out of that negative one does that is that something that you're happy to be able to try to attempt to do uh, it's an honor uh, to be the next one out of the gate the one to uh try to get the quirky mercs onto the board and you know we have two opportunities tonight i'm feeling good i feel like the quirky mercs tonight are gonna clean house and a good thing too because i got all this soap yeah salt cat soap over on etsy yeah this is a uh, birthday cake soap that uh my wife and partner m lapis de silva made for me it looks like cake but it's soap 
All right. Well, you put that in the mail. Arrives to me by July 7th. Then you nailed it. Uh, William, let's talk about your offseason. And while you no doubt recently maybe focused a little more on teams matches with your incredible partner, Brendan, the kid Meyer. How do you get out of that mindset or do you have to get out of that mindset when you're going into an epic singles contest? I mean, look, uh, my singles uh, season last season didn't go the way I wanted it to. I played some great matches. I'm proud of the matches I played, even the matches that I lost. But there's no denying that I had a broken heart. Just like this soap from Salt Cat Soap, our breakup bars. They smell like orange strawberry and dark chocolate. They're my favorite. But uh, yeah, all you can really do is you pick yourself back up, you, you, you dust yourself off, and you start all over again. Uh, I got a great faction. I got a great manager still. He took us to a championship last year. I think we can do it again. Uh, he's got a lot on his plate tonight. Uh, I'm super excited. I think this is going to really be the test of the Quirky Mercs, and I think it's going to be our chance to really shine and to make a statement that our new faction is the best we've ever been. All right. Well, thank you to William Bibiani. Good luck to you, sir. Salt Cat Soap. And his opponent. Representing Swag with a record of seven wins, three defeats, and one knockout. He is the former movie trivia showdown champion of the world, Prime Time. Oyama! Primetime Paul Oyama. Dude, I know how much last season for you, even though you had a great season with teams and singles, you still felt that it wasn't the one that you wanted to do. You felt a little. I remember talking to you in the offseason. You're like, yeah. I said, great season, man. You said, ah, it's not the season that I wanted. What have you done to prepare? First of all, do you still feel that way? And, and, and if so, what have you done to prepare to to better that this season? Yeah, I think that's pretty true. You know, I mean, anytime you end the season on a loss, it's not really what you want. Um, as far as what I've been doing in the meantime, you know, I saw Bibbs had a nice little video in, in the intro. You'll notice you didn't see one from mine. You won't find me vlogging from the foxhole. This is war. We're locking down. And this is the season that Swag is going to take things very seriously. Um, and I'm just ready to ha get this match going. I've been wanting to play bids for a long time. Um, and the work, it's time for the work to pay off. Paul, my question to you is a little bit of an inverse to what I just asked your opponent, the Beast, because you also have been competing frequently in teams and your team partner, the delinquent Lon Harris, we never really know if he's going to show up. So is it sort of a relief that you don't have to rely on a homeless drifter making a match on time and you just get to focus on looking your enemy in the eye and getting more knowledge than they do? I don't think those are nice words about Winston. I wouldn't call him a homeless drifter. Uh, but no, I mean, it's it's just different, you know, and singles is a whole entity in and of itself. And um, you got to come locked in on your own. And this is, you know, things are, like you mentioned with Bibbs, things are on your own shoulders. There's no one to help you shoulder the load. And, um, you know, again, you, you just have to be prepared to, to, to do what you have to do and take care of business. And that's what I'm here to do today. All right. So good luck with, to you, Paul. So we're going to now bring back bibs all right mark they are here let's get into the rules of round number one and i've just been handed a card today's rules are brought to you by salt cat soap is that oh nice in round number one eight questions will be asked to the field of competition each question is worth one point there is no penalty for missing a question there is no stealing in round number one anyway as soon as we ask the question competitors have 15 seconds to get that correct answer from their noggin through their fingertips onto whatever writing surface they prefer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to the camera at the same time you verbalize your attempted answer into the microphone. I'll remind each competitor that you have three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match, who I hear is resurfaced. JTE, if you need to, another 15 seconds to get that correct answer, you want to buy yourself some time for thinking or dramatic purposes, use a jeté rule. You also each have one challenge. You may utilize at any point about the three-round match. We'll bring your manager in. You may delineate, and we will hear the argument, and ultimately your manager will confirm and ratify 
that said challenge is taking place. Christian, those rules were pretty much to the fans watching because I'm pretty sure the two fellas below us, they know the way this game's played. All right, we ask Primetime, are you ready? Set your clock, let's do this. And to the Beast, are you ready? Paul, it's an honor. I can't wait. Let's do this. And let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one. Question number one. Gentlemen, here we go. Animated movies. Who provides the voice of the villainous Lord Farquaad in Shrek? You know, Christian, I know it's his catchphrase, but it actually helps everyone this week, reminding people to check their watches. It's the savings time. You know? Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and we start with Paul. John Lithgow. Yes, Bibbs. Do you know the Muffin Man, John Lithgow? Yes, and you guys are already doing it. Just a reminder, please hold the boards up directly in front of you and when you say it. All right, Mark, next one. Don't jinx it if they're doing it right. Enough. <laughs> Your next question is in the fun world of movie release dates. And your question. What year saw the release of the following films? Volcano, Dante's Peak, Contact, and Men in Black. Good sci-fi cinema that year, apparently. You a volcano guy, Christian? Um, You know, I've been watching a lot of volcano stuff with my daughter. Five, four, Good answer. three. Two, one. Pens down and bibs. 1998. Is incorrect. Oyama. Same year I was released. 1997. That is correct. Oyama. First blood. First blood there by Oyama. And we get to uh, question three. In a category of black cinema, who directed the 1994 coming of age period piece? Excuse me, period piece? Crooklyn. We do ask everyone in the chat. We know it's exciting. Please do not type your attempted answer or even a humorous one into the chat. Thank you. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Paul Oyama. That terrific film is a Spike Lee joint. Uh, yes, it is. And Bibbs. It is a joint de la Spike Lee. All right. So here we go. Next question here, Mark. It is now at the moment. Three, two, Oyama up by one. And it is in the category of, we just had the nominations, Oscars. Here's your query for a point. Who won a Best Actress Oscar in 2015 for her role as Alice Howland in Still Alice? It's really fun to watch the two of these guys, former champions, kind of both respect each other, going at it. So much yeah. on the line. So much on the line. Good personalities, but it's all business tonight, Christian. Five, four, three. Two, one. Pens down, Bibbs. Julianne Moore. That is correct. And Oyama. I wish she would have won her Oscar for something else. Julianne Moore. <laughs> well, there you go. Wow. All right. Shot with Alice. <laughs> and now we go to the realm of 90s movies for question five. 90s movies. Which Oscar winning actress plays Sandra Bullock's sister in the 1998 film Practical Magic? That's still Alice. Is that one of the ones that uh, that made old Papa Harloff tear up? I can't no, remember. No, not that one. But it was. It's a good movie. I like. And five old choir movie. Four. Yes. Three. Two. One. Pens down, please. Pens down, please. And Paul Oyama. Nicole Kidman. That is correct. And Bibbs. Hang on to your husbands, girls. Nicole Kidman. You got it. All right. Here's question six. Question six, Mark. All right, it's in the world of comedies. Nah. Hell of an effort, everyone. Your question for a point. Emma Stone plays high schooler Olive at the center of her high school's rumor mill in what 2010 film? So, Christian, we don't want answers in the chat, but I do like what a lot of fans do where they post how many they've gotten right. Tim yeah, Sim, I do keep like your that. head up. You're going to get one. I do like that as well. Five, four, Three, two, one. Pens down, please, and bibs. This one was pretty easy, eh? Nice. And Paul. A delightful easy A. Okay, so this is a battle as we thought it would be. So at the moment, the score is Paul Oyama six, William Bibiani five. As we get to question number seven, it's new releases. 
new releases. Seth Rogen plays an Orthodox Jewish factory worker who is preserved in pickle brine for a hundred years and wakes up in New York City before tracking down his great grandson in which film? This uh this is Star Wars tie, Christian. Can you guess what character is depicted on it? No, because I don't want to give any answers for the main event. Five, <laughs> four, three, yeah, question. two, one. Pens down, please, and Paul Oyama. What a weird movie. An American Pickle. It is. And Bibbs. American Pickle. That is correct. All right. So, uh, Paul, you had... Okay. No, I was thinking about something, but no. Okay. All right. So now we get to the next question. The next question. Mark, this is question eight. That's right. It's in the category of dramas. And here it is. Which Oscar-winning actress plays Ma Rainey in the 2020 film Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Paul Yama here going for the perfect round. Should he get this question? He will. And perfect rounds. Could loom large. You get some extra bonus. I'm trying. (laughs) Five, four, three, two, one. All right, pens down, please. And Bibbs? The effervescent Viola Davis. And Paul Oyama for the perfect round. Viola Davis. Paul Oyama hits the perfect round. That's one of the first of the season as he does it. All right, so, Paul, you're going to get a bonus question. It's going to be to you and only you, so you don't have to write it down. Here is your question. All right. Which sci-fi film features performances from Dina, Dina Meyer? Jake Busey and Neil Patrick Harris. One of my favorite movies of all time, Starship Troopers. For one more point, Paul Oyama now sees himself up 9-7. 9-7 at the moment. Tough round from both competitors here. Really, really hardcore stuff is 9-7. All right, let's get to the next round. Round number two, Mark. How's it go? Yeah, I've still never seen that Starship Troopers. Uh, in round number two, it is the wheel round. Each competitor gets a spin at the virtual reel. Just make believe like the Muppet Babies that you're the one spinning it. Once you settle on a category, you're going to have four questions in that particular realm of Schmodown know-how. Each question's worth two points. That's the good news. That is stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer, we think. And at that point, the value of the question goes down to one. So Christian Paul Oyama, perfect round, knocked the bonus out of the stadium. And so it is prime time's decision. Would you like to spin the virtual wheel first or defer to your soapy opponent? I would defer to Mr. Gribbiani. All right. So you, got, you got 60 seconds to talk to Bibb starting now. Hi. Hi, Bibbs. So, uh, as we discussed, we wanted to go first on the wheel. We have a solid perspective on our on our plan. Also, you are one of the best people at stealing in this game. We are only behind by one question. You are a master of this. How's your head, man? Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. If there's one thing I've learned lately, it's just because you're down at the beginning, it doesn't mean a damn thing for later in the match. So, uh, yeah, let's just go out there and, uh, and try to kill this thing. Not let it get to us. If there was ever a faction to go from negative one to winning it's us because we're already at negative one let's win let's keep going i'm dude your knowledge is astounding it's a whole thing let's just win this thing we're number negative one we're number negative one we're number negative one let's do it and i dressed like right. you by the way we're a very big fan of that dance party that that they aired today so thank you for that all right here we go so let's uh let's get that wheel up we only gave away one merc secret and that's the dance party we have more secrets all right well the wheel is up and here is the first spin. Now, whatever this lands on here, it is, you know, Bibbs can spin again if it, uh, unless it lands on opponent's choice. I was just going to say that. Good pickup. And it's going to be Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Hmm. I said, let's take it. I feel pretty good about Robert De Niro. I would say this is uh, a strength of yours, and I also am very curious about the things in it. I'm very excited. Let's De Niro. Yeah. All right. So, Bibbs, you're going to get four questions in the realm of Robert De Niro movies. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. Here we go. All right. Question number one. Robert De Niro was first nominated for Best Leading Actor Oscar for which Martin Scorsese film? Taxi Driver. That's correct. All right. In which film does Robert De Niro play Harry Tuttle, a terrorist who is trying to take down an oppressive government system? Brazil. Correct. 
Question three. Who directed Robert De Niro in the 1994 horror adaptation, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? Kenneth Branagh. Correct. And here is your last question. Here we go. In which film does Robert De Niro say the line, never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut? Gonna go with multiple choice on this. All right. Is it A, The Godfather Part 2, B, The Untouchables, C, Goodfellas, D, Casino? Can I get one more repeat of the answers? Yes, you can, with no, with no charge. Um, a, The Godfather 2, B, The Untouchables, C, Goodfellas, D, Casino? I'm going to say Goodfellas. That's correct for a point. All right, so Bibiani does it. He navigates through that round, has a great round, and just has to go to multiple choice once as he sees himself 14-9 as we now will remove him and bring in Winston Marshall. Winston, you got 60 seconds to talk to Paul starting now. Excuse me, my name is Darrell, but thank oh, you. Sorry, uh, No, it's all good. Uh, so, Mr. Oyama, I brought both of my belts uh, to share with you to, to impart some of this championship knowledge. You've taken it from me before, so you certainly know what needs to be done to handle business. Uh, you had an excellent first round. Perfect rounds are the way you show how to be a champion. Um, so let's just do what we do. Let's spin this wheel. We know what we like. We know what we want to stay away from, all that good stuff. Let's go yep. out here and have a great round, too. Let's do the thing. All right. So thank you, Winston. Darrell, but nice try. Oh, Darrell, again? Uh, not, well, not, I, all, not all black guys look alike. Thank you, though. Oh, I won't remember that, but we'll, we'll try. All right, here we go. Here's the spin. A lot of focus from Oyama here, Christian. He might have a category he really wants. Is it Stephen King? Stephen King. All right, 60 seconds to decide if you want to stick with Stephen King. Starting now. We know so how we, we, we know how we yeah. feel about this. So it's how are you feeling right now is the question. Um, so we're down five. I know this is a big strength of bids. There's other stuff. Mm, I think we'll spin again. Yeah, I'd like that idea. I All like right. that idea. Let's do it. So Paul's going to spin here, whatever he gets. Uh, he's got to go with, so here is the spin. Unless, of course, it lands on opponent's choice, then Bibbs will choose. That would be so rude. Or he could choose for me to choose. That would be so nice. It happened once. Black cinema. Black well, cinema. Good, good thing you have a black manager, Darrell, to help you out with this. So go handle your business, son. All right, so now we are going to get four questions, Mark, in the realm of black cinema. <clears throat> you are correct, Christian. Paulo Young, prime time, four questions, and they begin now. In the category of black cinema for two points, which actress made her feature-length directorial debut with the 2021 film One Night in Miami? The delightful Regina King. And a sterling debut with that. That is two points for Oyama Christian. The lead is merely three. He can cut it to one with this correct answer. Michael B. Jordan portrays real-life lawyer Brian Stevenson in what 2010s film? Just Mercy. And that is just two more points. Christian, now Paul Oyama can possibly take the lead if he answers this question correct right off the bat. Paul, your penultimate question in the category of black cinema. Which rapper plays Jimmy Bones, who is portrayed who is betrayed and brutally murdered by those closest to him before coming back to life to seek revenge on those who wronged him in 2001's Bones. Snoop Dogg. That is correct. And wow. now big, big round. we have a new leader because he knew that Snoop Dogg, Corona spokesperson, was in Bones. And now your final question to take possibly a three-point lead into round three. The Hughes Brothers directed Tyron Turner, Jada Pinkett, and Samuel L. Jackson in what 1993 film? How poetic that this is against Bibbs' menace to society. That is correct. And Christian, that is a sweep. Bibiani had a really good round. Oyama, a perfect one. What a great round by both competitors, as you said. But Oyama sees himself now with a three-point lead here. 17-14 going into the final round. What a match it is. It is everything we wanted it to be. And now we will get the rules of round number three. Round number three goes as thus. 
There's three questions for each competitor, and these questions could determine the match as round three is our final round, unless we go to sudden death overtime, which I hope we're prepared for. We need a series of numbers from each competitor before we get going here. These numbers may range from one to 20. You may not pick the same integers as your opponent because each numeral corresponds to a different category of movie, trivia, schmodown goodness. Your first question is worth two points. Next one is worth three points. Final question is worth five gigantic pay-per-view Patreon-worthy points. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number three. So, Paul, you found yourself in this position a number of times in your storied career. You're leading. Going into round number three, it's a three-point lead, and it offers you the opportunity to give us your three lucky numbers first. So from one to 20, what feels fortunate? I'm going with 16, 7, and 15. 16, 7, and 15 for Paul Oyama and for William? I'll take 10, 20, and 8. 10, 20, and 8 for William Bibiani. All right. So now we are going to remove Bibiani and bring in Winston Marshall. It, it, there's there, there's no pain inflicted when we remove people. He's, he's 60 milking. seconds. 60 seconds to talk to Paul starting now. First of all, you went perfect on black cinema means Thank I ain't got to use I got to use this belt on your ass because you know that Darrell don't play. Second of all, Christian Harlop, I will use this belt on your ass. It's Darrell. Third Sorry, of all, Sorry, here's the thing. It's fine. Here's the thing. Uh, you got three JTs. You got a yeah. challenge. Handle your business. Yes, he sir. is the he is the beast. For a reason. A beast and the titular beast. It is the titular role. Yes, that is exactly right. So going here, we all know what time it is. It's prime time that we took this dub. So handle your business, and I'll see you on the other side. We're locked in. Let's do this. All right. Thank you to Paul and Darrell. Appreciate that. All right. We're going right. to remove both. And now ah! All right. Here we go. Lied. That does hurt. 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Ah, hi, Koi. Hi, Bibbs. Hi. Three points. Very reasonable. Especially going into this, we know Paulo Yama. He is very good. We were prepared for very good. You are the beast. You are very better. We're going to get you. all of these. We're going to dive in. We're going to enjoy them. You've got all your JTEs. You've got your composure. You've got your calm. You've got your zen. You've got your cats. You've got your soaps. you got your shirts. Where's your head at? Uh, my head is pretty good. Obviously, I'd rather be in the lead or at least tied. But it's three points. We knew this was going to go down to the wire no matter what. He's having a perfect game. He's had a perfect game before and still lost. So let's just stay cool, stay calm, stay quirky. And, uh, yeah, let's just do this. I think let's we do, can do this. Let's have a perfect third round. Let's get in. All, All right. right. So we are going to start with William Bibiani, who is down by three at the moment. He needs to hit his two and his three to bounce it back to Paul. All right, Bibs. So to start, you chose category number 10. It's the realm of comedy. Bibbs, what is the subtitle of the second Austin Powers film? The Spy Who Shagged Me. Correct for two points. Yes. All right. All right, Bibbs. So now, in order to bounce it back to Paul, I'm going to hit you three. It's category 20. That is musicals. Musicals. Okay, here you go. You'll find... The jazz group The Messengers performing songs like Start a Fire in what Best Picture nominee? Five, four, three, two, one. All right, first one. You will find the jazz group The Messengers performing songs like Start a Fire in what Best Picture nominee? Five, four, three, two, one. Cabaret? Looking for La La Land. Nah, La La that's La right. Okay. All right, yeah. so here's, here's yeah. where we are. All right, Bibbs. So if Bibbs hits his five-pointer, it bounces back to Paul. However, if he misses, then Paul will win via TKO. Here is the question, Bibbs. You chose category eight. Category eight, remakes and reboots for your five-pointer. Here is the question. All right. 
In what comedy does Steve Carell's character construct what he calls the Tower of Dreamers? Five, four, three. Dinner for schmucks. That's correct. William Bibiani hits a massive five-pointer. Massive five-pointer. Great pull, Vince. And, and he you. gets out of that, and they will not be at a negative two. He gets them out of that, and now Oyama has to win the game, but he's got to do it by hitting his questions here, Mark, at the two and the three. All right, so he chose category 16, Mark, category 16. He did, Christian. That number once belonged to a guy named Joe Montana, but for the next 15 seconds or so, it's all Oyamas, and that corresponds to the category of horror movies. And for two points, your question in the realm of horror, who plays the protagonist, Lewis, who falls under the influence of the vampire Lestat in Interview with the Vampire? Tom Cruise. That is incorrect. Looking for Brad Pitt. That was a big one because Brad now Pitt. that was a big one because now this three pointer is it's massive. I mean, he can still win it with his five, but he's got to he's got to hit the five regardless. But this is a big, big question here. All right, Mark. So he chose he chose category category seven category seven. That is correct, Christian. He went 16 and 7, like the score of Super Bowl 3. And Category 7, veering way off the path from horror movies, is Disney films. Disney movies. And for three points, to pull to within one of the Beast's lead, your question? Go the Distance was nominated for Best Original Song for what 1990s Disney film? What are my absolute favorites? Hercules. Hercules, Hercules is correct for three points. Christian, it's a one-point ball game, but Oyama only has his five-pointer left to win the game. What a crazy match it has been because now Oyama can still win the game. He hits the five, he wins it. However, if he misses, then William Bibiani will have a comeback victory here and take the victory for the Mercs. All right, Paul, he chose category 15, Mark, category 15. That's right, and this category was a little more than 15 years ago. Not by much. The 1990s. 1990s movies is your category. And your question for the win. You'll find a character known as Jimmy Jump, played by Lawrence Fishburne, who is Frank's trigger-happy right-hand man in what 1990 crime thriller directed by Abel Ferrara. Repeat the question. First one. All right. Category of the 1990s. You'll find a character known as Jimmy Jump, played by Lawrence Fishburne, who is Frank's trigger-happy right-hand man in what 1990 crime thriller directed by Abel Ferrara? King of New York. And your winner! Primetime! Paul! Oh! Let's go! What a pull by Oyama. The five-pointer doesn't get him this time. He hits back, and Oyama and Swag take the victory. That's my boy. That's my boy. What a match. Mm -hmm. That two-pointer looked like it could have taken things down. However, he comes back, and he hits the five. But what an incredible victory by Oyama and a great heartfelt match there by Bibiani. Bibiani really, really came to play here tonight. All right, guys, very, very exciting match. Great way to kick off this event. Congratulations to Primetime. Congratulations to Swag. Two big points for Oyama and Swag and Durrell. All right, we're going to move you guys over, and you'll be talking to Jen Sturger, who is waiting by. Wow, what a way to kick off this event. I mean, Primetime Paul Oyama, I mean, he, he looked great. He looked like primetime Paul Oyama from uh, 2019 is what he looked like. He looked, he was 
really just hitting on all cylinders and making sure that he was he didn't he didn't get, he was calm. And even when he missed that too, you've seen him in the past where he kind of got in his head. Not this time. This time he stayed there. He's okay. I missed the two. I still am going to have the opportunity for the five. And he did it. He took. He used his JTE. It was a great match. And and Bibiani with that pull and the five pointer. What a classic match this already has been. This is this was a great match, Mark. Yeah, this is proof, positive, that both of these competitors are clutch in the biggest of moments underneath the whitest, hottest spotlights imaginable because they both nailed their five-pointers. That were tough questions. Maybe Oyama just spotted us that two-pointer because he took pity on us simpletons. That was the only one that I knew. He didn't get it. And he said, I'll just go hit the three and the five to win the game in front of all of these Patreon members and everyone joining us via pay-per-view. What an event we have. And we're not even done yet, Christian. This is good stuff. Now we're going to hear from a very happy uh, swag with... Jen, take it away. Congratulations, guys. It is so good to see you. I got to say, Oyama, as someone, like I said, I say it all the time, as someone who was highly critical of you when you arrived in this league and the way that you played the game back then, because let's face it, you've you've always been a force in trivia, but uh, when you first came in, you kind of played like you had a chip on your shoulder. That felt like retro Paul Oyama skill set mixed with this mentality that you've had in terms of how you play the game. And I just have to say, wow, I'm, I can't be more impressed with you if I wanted to be, you know? Yeah, thank you. Wow, that's um, that's why I, I do just real quick right at the gate. I want to go ahead and dedicate this win to the people who lost their lives in Atlanta this past week. Um, that's something that was weighing heavily on me this week. And um, it, it, you know, it's just something that, you know, it's been on my mind and I'm glad I could get this win. But that's something that, you know, that's taken up a lot of my mind space. And I just want to pay respect to those people. Um, and thank you again. Jen. Absolutely. Um, always respectful, Paul. Winston, uh, first of all, what are you sipping on? <laughs> uh, first of all, girl, I guess you weren't paying attention. My name is Darrell, but I do appreciate oh. you uh, saying what's uh, up. Uh, I, it's okay. St. Patrick's Day just happened. I'm sipping on this green beer. You know what it is? Uh, but third no, of all, I don't I'm actually. No one knows what green beer is, and it should never be green. But that's besides the point. I'm pretty that's sure a damn it's shame. Just- it's called it's called food coloring. You go take your ass down to the dollar store, put a little food coloring in your beer. Uh, second of all, I would just like to compliment you, Miss uh, uh, Miss Sturgeon. You everything got everything. The intelligence, you got the smile, you got the hair. You 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 were the best in the business, girl. So I just want to make sure you knew that ahead of time. That's what it is. Paul, you're on fire with the perfect round. You defeat Bibiani. You know, a guy who took you out in teams last year. Uh, what does this victory mean to you from a morality standpoint? It means a lot. I mean, I was one in three in my last four singles matches. So it feels really good to get back in the win column. Um, you know, we've we, Swag has struggled a bit, little bit at the gate. I wanted to sort of lock it down with um, as one of the sort of the linchpins of the faction. Um, I mean, again, Bibbs is a, an amazing player. Like, if you told me three years ago that I would not only be playing in the Shrodon, but playing against Bibbs and him, <laughs> that's hard to believe. Um, but, I mean, Winston honestly has, you know, I think he deserves a lot of credit for this win today. Um, Black Cinema is something he sort of drilled into me this year, something I've focused even more on because of his influence. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just really glad that, that this match went the way it did against an amazing competitor that I have a, an enormous amount of respect for. Absolutely. Zaddy Durrell don't play. That's what's up. Zaddy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Oh, God. All right. Uh, So (laughs) this is going to go off the rails really fast. Uh, (laughs) When we're involved, anything's possible. Anything is possible. (laughs) Oh, Yama, I do have to say, you know, again, a lot of people were a little critical of your of your first title run, you know, saying that it, it wasn't. It wasn't like you had a hard journey to get there. And like you said, you played with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. What will, I mean, this victory obviously takes you closer to a next title run, you know, potentially. What does this victory mean to you in terms of getting back the belt, getting back to the place where you could potentially be competing for that belt? I think if you look back on that first run now, I think people might have a little more respect for some of those players as they emerge. But I think yeah. um, it's, again, it, being back in the hunt is, is really nice, right? Because, it, it, you know, playing matches is super fun, but playing matches for high stakes is something that I really, really care about and I'm invested in. Um, and I'm excited to get back um, and approach that mountaintop again and keep climbing. Absolutely. Chance won against the kid. Uh, so is that who you're potentially eyeing up here in this scenario? I mean, honestly, like, 
that's you know he's someone I played a bunch of times. I wouldn't mind playing him. I would love you know I would honestly love to play someone new for the first time. But I mean I, I don't schedule the matches, so I'm not really in control of what's happening. Um, I, I he's also like ranked I think like 12. I don't know if that you know playing seven and then winning and then I don't know. Anyway, um, I mean that could be interesting potentially. It's a rivalry sort of in the making. But um, I mean I'm excited to play basically anybody. So um, yeah, I just I just hope it's it's someone that's on the path to the title because I feel like that's where I'm heading right now. Just tell me who you want to play because you know you know. Like- <laughs> I said, Zaddy Durrell, I'm your man. I'm, I'm a, a, what, a dadager now. You know what I'm saying? So I got that covered. You tell me who you want to play, I'll make it happen. Don't even worry. I'm getting um, some real Don King vibes from you right now, Durrell. Well, the, a a little person, bit of Don King and a splash of LeVar Ball. That's what that is. Right <laughs> well, the, pers- the person I've wanted to play in singles for a long time that I never got to play is Ethan Irwin. He's one of the people that sort of was inspiring to me. He came a year before I did fellow Asian American competitor. I th- I've always thought that was a cool connection. I love his sort of dry sense of humor. Um, and I want to show what I'm what I'm made of against him. And I think that's the kind of matchup that I, I find myself wanting right now. That's the, 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 the test that I want to take because he's one of the few truly elite players I'm yet to play at in any capacity. And I really want to take him on um, and see who comes out the winner. All right, well, bookers take note. Big right. time in prime time. Whose time I like, is I like that marketing. I like where your head's at. Can I say three things real quick before we get out of here? Sure, Zaddy. Ooh. You don't have to. You don't have to. That was rude, girl. We can, Damn. Take, we can take that out in post, right, Christian? <laughs> we can take it out. First of all, the fact that Paul got his three-pointer on the only Disney movie that consistently makes me cry is the first thing. The second thing, the fact that he nailed King of New York, one of my all-time favorite films, as his five-pointer is the second thing. And the third and most important thing, hashtag stop AAPI hate. We out of here. Back to the desk. Thank you, first of all, to both Paul and um, and to Winston uh, at Durrell at the end there for, um, uh, thank you for, I know Mark and I feel the same and um, the hatred's gotta stop. The hatred has to stop. And we are going to now, um, uh, hard transition here mark in general but uh i just really like the way that paul oyama in general carries himself i like not only in the respect as jen sturger pointed out also um but in the confidence and he took a little subtle shot at, at chance and and he's not wrong in the fact that chance is a little farther down the line where paul oyama is right and you look at what they said jen said who do you want to play Ethan Irwin. Most people, when you say Ethan Irwin, they go hide in in, in the garage. He said, "No, I, I want to take him out. I want to I want to play the elite players, and that's why he's a former champion, and that's why he won here tonight because of that attitude." So I've said it before. I think Paul Oyama is one of, is the future of the division, and I think tonight he proved why. It's a pretty frightening elixir for any opponent stepping in the ring against Oyama Christian because he seems to be getting back to that primetime confidence that he had during his incredible rookie run. Yet. You match that with the experience that he now has having been down, having been out, especially after choosing classics at the Spectacular a couple of years ago. It seems like all of the ingredients are now there to make a champion again for Paul Oyama. So as much as the name Ethan Irwin might be intimidating to some, the name Paul Oyama ranks right up there with it. And what an event that could be. As for William the Beast Bibiani, uh, he showed everything that we thought he would, Christian. He played magnificent. It just wasn't quite enough to get over the high bar that Paulo Yama said. But Bibiani shouldn't feel any disgrace or any remorse for how he played, for missing questions. He did what he had to do. It just wasn't quite enough today. Not today, but he still, he look, and Jen will probably ask him about it. The fi- final exam in Shazam, they're playing pretty soon. If you saw Grace's announcement today, so Bibbs is going to have a chance for revenge here in teams. So Jen Sturger is standing by with William the Beast Bibiani and Koi Jandrew of the Mercs. Jen? Hi, not Koi. I'm like, I love that I just grabbed my wrong ear. Um, my, my earpiece is actually in this one. Uh, doesn't mean it hurts any less. Uh, before I start, gentlemen, um, any nicknames that I need to be aware of? Because uh, I randomly got them sprung on me in the last interview. I mean, Bibs is fine. Yeah, I, I feel like Koi's already so short. If I went any shorter, I'd just be like, consonant. Like, Fair. Or, yeah. Guys, I know this is not where you want to start. 
Koi, this is a hard start for the merchants in general. You're still at negative one. Um, we look good doing it, though. Like, if, if <laughs> you're adorable negative at negative one. one. I'm not going to lie. And negative Ooh. one has a certain, like, je ne sais quoi. Negative two did not. Like, we're, th- we're the and only ones who've ever done it, okay? And, and why would we give that up? Why what would a, we give that up? It's historic, and it just <sighs> weighs on us. We, we just uh, we carry the mantle so well, and we didn't go negative two because that's someone else's legacy. We went negative one with dignity and with honor, and that incredible player got one question wrong, and that's the only way to but be Koi, But Koi, let's be way. real. But let's be real, Koi. You were sweating a little bit when you thought it might be negative two. I am aware at all times that the negative puts a certain connotation on us in the forums, and as much as, read YouTube comments, <laughs> as much as you shouldn't read Facebook message boards, here I am being an 87-year-old grandma going like, what do they think of my gameplay? And it's not a good look, and I read it, and I hate myself for it, but then I remember my faction is amazing, and I would much rather them enjoy the game than win. And they're Absolutely. all enjoying the game as they're getting into it. I would yep. much rather them not, like, hate the fact that we have matches and then win them. We're having a great time. I would also like to win, certainly. But uh, the fact that literally one question, he missed one, and that's how you have to be to beat Bibbs. And Bibbs, uh, you know, the year moment in the beginning, it didn't throw him. He got a great, I knew he knew De Niro. There wasn't even a conversation. That second round, I was like, no, De Niro's the way we're going. And then look how he played. And then he pushed Oyama to the five, because that is what season eight looks like. That level of competition. Bibbs, did you think you had him when he missed that two? No, but I knew I had a chance. Like, you know, when he missed the two, I knew that he had to answer the five, and then I had a chance. And again, if there's one thing I've learned is that you absolutely can come from behind. It's happened. It's happened a lot lately, actually. So, uh, I, you know, you, you always, you never want to give up. You never want to give up hope. I think that's bad advice in general, let alone in the schmodown. So, um, you know, I wanted to stay in there. I definitely didn't want to just roll my eyes and just say, eh, I'm out of here that would have been pointless. So, you know, I was just trying to stay positive and try to stay in it because that's all I knew it would come down. When I'm playing someone like Paul, it's going to be neck and neck. It's going to be really tough. And I missed two questions. He missed one. It was really close. I don't feel bad about this. I'm just especially glad that I was able to avoid the knockout. Obviously, that would have stunk extra hard. But uh, no, there's no shame in losing to anyone like Paul. That's what it boils down to. Especially not the way the way that game came down, honestly. Now, Bibbs, obviously... Attention goes to teams. Uh, President Grace has announced that your number one contender match is coming up against Final Exam. Here we are again, right? Yeah. No, it's great. And I want to thank President Grace, obviously, because we thought teams wouldn't come back for a while. Uh, So just a shout out. Bang up job. She's really nice. And uh, we really appreciate Stop her. Stop sucking up, right? It's getting but a little she's weird. Nice. She's nice. But uh, look, the, the point is uh, we, we're playing. Shazam is back. And regardless of how I did now, at Shazam, we have a saying. We only lose at Spectacular. <laughs> we have never lost outside of Spectacular. So I'm feeling really good going into this match with Final Exam. We've beat them before. They're a tough team. But I'm feeling really, really good about it. And just because I came up slightly short doesn't mean that Shazam is in a bad place. You put me and the kid together, we're like oil and water that go together really well because they're like magic oil and water. Peanut butter and jelly. You guys are peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, You're great on all forms of bread. You're yeah. fantastic. You're nutritious yeah. adjacent. You know, actually, uh, I, I, what it boils down to really is this. Uh, today, I wasn't lucky, but next time I'll have this lucky Luca bar from Salt Cat Soap. It looks <laughs> like my cat's ears, and it smells like four-leaf clover. At the end of the day, both the kid and Bibbs didn't start the season how they wanted to, but I know that only makes them stronger. So I'm really excited that we have teams around the corner. I'm really excited to see what they do together. I'm really excited to go on this journey with them. And and today was showing what Bibbs can be even when he loses. Like this, this guy's a force of nature. So I truly, I can't wait to play however, whenever, as long as this guy's in my corner. So Koi, I have to ask you, you know, you have Demolanta coming up, his match, big match. How does this affect you at all going into that? Uh, so I'm a weird person uh, with clothing. We know. <laughs> my name was Koi when I was, a, my name was crazy when I was a competitor because I didn't know how the video thing was done. I thought they were stills. I'm aware of my aura in the snowdown. <laughs> I've accepted it. That said, it's I'm amazing. superstitious-ish. 
as a, as a person. So I dressed for dibs for this match, but it's also it's Batman and the Joker. So it's got a little bit of inner geek. See the Joker there, and you got Batman surfing. I get it. So this is for bibs. So I'm going to completely shake off this and put on a Star Wars shirt. And it's going to be a different match. It's going to be a different feeling. I'm going to feel energetically. And then I'll deal with this later. But I'm superstitious only in the Schmodown. And I'm weird enough to think that shirts have energy. And I'm going to yep. take this energy off, put on some Star Wars energy, and dive in anew. Hey, I haven't boy. washed the shirt since I started playing the Schmodown. I'm totally with that. Sometimes quarantine's for the best. I have never been happier that we are playing digitally right now than not, right in this moment. Uh, I anyway. lost this shirt, but Bibbs has good luck in soap. So frankly, I think he might smell it as well or better than me. Salt cat soap. Do you have a tag or just that? <laughs> it's salt, salt cat soap. You got this, Melanta. You can we take gotta it go. down. Let's get out of negative one, Melanta. Let's do this. Bye, guys. I mean, look, Christian, the guy went through a very hard-fought match. It was a tough loss for him. So, yeah, Salt Cat Soap. Everyone pick up a bar uh, or a case. 100%. And he was very, very nice to come over, uh, right, I think, after a spectacular. And he, and he drops him off to my place. It's, 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 it's great. So, please, go support oh, Bibbs. I didn't get uh, any. Bibbs is, Bibbs is fantastic. Bibbs, uh, really, he, he's a legend of the game, and he fought his heart out tonight. And Oyama was just the, he was the, uh, he was the better player tonight. All right, Mark, you know, the, the faction standings have been updated. The dungeon now is with 11. The suspects at 8. Swag moving into third place now with six points. Six points with this big two points from Paul Oyama. So now we have six points from Paul, excuse me, from Swag because of the win here. And the Quirky Mercs, now they need a big thing to happen here tonight if it can happen. Otherwise, they stay at negative one. And the Stars are trying to pick up. They would pick up eight points here tonight because it would be a defense. It would be a defense for Alex Damon, and that would be an extra point. We're going to go to a little bit of a break, Mark. When we get back, it's time. The main event, five rounds for the movie trivia showdown Star Wars Championship of the World. That's right. Alex, the Demon Damon, faces Andrew, the Hunter Dimolanta, five rounds for the Star Wars Championship. It's coming up in just a moment. We will see you soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.